You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. It's Real Presence Live, 32 minutes past the hour. Thanks for being here on a Monday. It's time now to honor our Father. I know we have a Father, uh, Father Jason Kern, with me, my, myself, and I, Matt Wilcom. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm a father of a different sort, uh, but uh, we're honoring our spiritual fathers this morning. We have many great priests who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. So we want to honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business. Let us know who you'd like to honor. And each week we'll draw a name, share who the winner is, and find out why that particular priest was nominated by one or more of our listeners. Today's Honor Our Fathers segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Kubacher Trucking. Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rock for your needs, topsoil for lawn and garden, plus dust control application for roads. You can contact Jack at 307-680-1814. And this week, we honor Father Steve Laflamme from Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Two Harbors, Minnesota. Lois nominated him for this honor, and Father Steve Laflamme is the pastor of Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Two Harbors, Minnesota. Father Steve is working so hard to get people to return to the Sunday Mass. He is such a caring person and is working so hard to get the second half of our church restoration done. He's a beautiful reflection of God's love and reminds us of how much God loves us and how important the Eucharist is for us. God bless, Father Steve. Excellent. Well, congratulations, Father Steve Laflamme from Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Two Harbors, Minnesota, a beautiful part of the state up there. Yes, beautiful, and now he has donuts to enjoy the beauty with. You can go and take a drive down to Gooseberry Falls and just, just sit there and enjoy those, those falls. <laughs> That's right. See, eat, a, eat some donuts. <laughs> and uh, again, today's Honor Our Fathers segment on the Real Presence Radio Network, brought to you in part by Kubacher Trucking. Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rock for your needs, topsoil for lawn and garden, plus dust control application for roads. You can contact Jack at 307-680-1814. And uh, Father, Father Kern, we were, you had just, uh, before the show began, you, uh, you gave me some congratulations. And I think uh, now might be a good time to talk Absolutely, a little bit about yeah. how this is going to be my this is my swan song yes. here on Real Presence Live. We're going out big today, and uh, I'll be taking another position uh, soon uh, in a couple of weeks down in Des Moines, uh, as uh, I'll be I'll be heading up another actually going back to Catholic Radio, heading up a team of wonderful Catholic Radio professionals there in Iowa, and um, I have to say it's been a real blast here in the past couple of years, especially doing Real Presence Live with you and. Some of the other priests in our area, Father Buren, Father Kazel, mm-hmm. and others. Um, I think Pete Martin has got in on that as well. Yep. Uh, and you guys do a, a great job as, as co-hosts, and I'll miss you guys all. I miss everybody, all the, all the, all the folks at RPR. Um, some of the most faith-filled people you will ever meet. Yes, it's been uh, great to work with you as well, and you you make it easy on me. That's for sure, because you have the expertise and the background. And as it'll be a great blessing for you to serve uh, in a different forum with Catholic Radio. You know, I think about uh, just your time here. Uh, you you came to be the director of communications for the diocese of Winona Rochester, and you did not come at an easy time. It was in the midst of <laughs> really? some difficult news and some uh, tough moments, and then you know you had your 
your own family issues and things and moves and all the, that went into that. And uh, just want to thank you for your service to the Diocese of Rochester. I know um, whenever we leave a job, there's you know kind of a farewell, but it's it's difficult in these times with COVID and transitions and people aren't around as much and all the things going on. Um, but to be able to say a wholehearted and sincere thank you to you, uh, for you and and to your family too, because they have sacrificed a lot to for this to be possible and to be here. And so we uh, give thanks to you and, and all the sacrifices you've made to make this possible to work for the church. Well, thank you, Father Kern. I mean, we have received uh, blessings along the way as well, for sure. Um, extraordinary medical care nearby here at the Mayo Clinic mm. uh, for my wife, who, as many people know, right before we moved up here, she was diagnosed with cancer and um, as far as we know now, cancer-free about a year later. Praise God. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's something that um, you can't really put a, a, a value on. Right. Really. Yeah, you know, as um, my dad was going through cancer at the same time, um, really about a year ago was when we started a bone marrow transplant for him. And so, you know, I kind of um, kept your family in prayer when, as I was walking with my own father and we were kind of in lockdown on COVID and all those things. You know, anytime that stuff happens, um, just kind of that existential burden, that real caring of like suffering and grief, not knowing what's going to happen, how's this going to go? I'm sure for you, thinking of your children and how's this going to sh- shape their lives and affect them, wanting to, their best care. And it, those are heavy things that we carry in this life. How did you grow it through it? How did you relate to God in it? How did you cry out to him for help? Or, you know, what was that like for you uh, as you look back? Maybe what did you learn even um, from your own failures around it? Sure. I, well, I, first of all, I thought I was coming up here from Omaha because I was working in Catholic radio in Omaha at the time. I thought I was coming up here basically to do communications for the diocese. Mm -hmm. um, I soon realized that there was a, a, a bigger plan. Then why I was called away from that, at least for a time, yeah. um, not only to help the diocese here, but but to to help my wife um, to stay alive through the the wonderful care that is offered here in in our own diocese. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't easy. Uh, that 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 type of thing is never easy. But so many people, uh, parishioners in Wabasha, came and brought us meals, um, checked in on us. How you doing? Um, what's what's the update? What's the status? Yeah. Is there anything that we can do to help? Stopping in and you know, with a with a with a poinsettia or something <laughs> like that. You know, little little gestures like that are so meaningful, so important, and yeah. really helped us to to get through this time. Yeah, powerful. And then the opportunity to uh, to to live in in uh, Spam Town <laughs> in Austin. Uh, I've enjoyed that very much the past uh, two or three months. The home of Hormel. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> or in the locals there say, I think, Hormel. Hormel, that's right. <laughs> exactly. I learned that recently. Wow, that's yeah. a different pronunciation. Right. But uh, I, uh, being able to, right before I left Omaha, um, my wife and I led a pilgrimage up through there that way and through uh, some pilgrimage sites in Wisconsin. And we ended up at the Cathedral of St. Paul in Minnesota, but our second stop was the Spam Museum. Nice. I don't want, this is not a, an not advertisement. A <laughs> I don't want to turn this into an advertisement for um, uh, spiced ham. Right. And uh, what is it? But it's, a, it's about to, it's about to become one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, so I'm, I'm hoping to do something similar mm. with uh, the folks in Iowa. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but also to keep in touch with uh, the wonderful people at Real Presence Radio. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of territory to cover. And uh, you can, you can sometimes be stretched a little thin, uh, but uh, but they do a great job of it, and 
I wish them the best, and I'm just happy that, you know, I mean, when you leave a job, you always look back and you hope that you've left things better than when you found them. Right. And one of the things that I'm really grateful for uh, to God was, was the, you know, the answer to prayer of, of bringing uh, Catholic radio, Real Presence Radio, to Winona, mm-hmm. which is one of the last diocesan sees in the country uh, that was without it. Wow. And so uh, the folks at St. Mary's University graciously donated their station, gifted it to RPR, and, and Real Presence Radio has been able to do wonders with that signal uh, as far as their engineering, upgrading things as, as they can. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just would encourage the folks in Winona, uh, now that you have this station, uh, to uh, to support it because it can it can actually be stronger right um, and so if you'd like to contribute to that effort uh, just contact contact the wonderful folks at Real Presence Radio Mike Kudrowski he can help you uh, and help help that signal become what it was truly meant meant to be yes uh, stronger more powerful more coverage uh, so that we can spread the word of the gospel of Jesus Christ in Southeast Minnesota even further. Amen. Yeah. And I think that's an important part as, you know, you kind of wind down your time with the diocese is how can we uh, champion Catholic radio in, in Winona and its surrounding areas that really throughout the diocese? Because you have been that bulwark of kind of bringing that forward and, and helping be a communication point between uh, Real Presence Radio and then also the diocese. And so we're going to need someone to pick up that slack, <laughs> you know, and so we want to continue to support that cause and find ways and people who can step forward to do that and so uh, we'll be looking for uh, more people to assist with the, the great cause of uh, spreading the good word through the radio uh, spreading the gospel by um, Real Presence Radio and the work they do yeah absolutely uh, I know there's an opportunity as well in Austin to build out an FM translator so they could get it not only on AM but, but on FM in the city of Austin Minnesota mm-hmm. so just something for the listeners there to think about that's um, a, a tremendous opportunity I mean these signals are not there are not many frequencies. There's only a limited number of channels on the dial, right. especially when you're talking FM. I mean, everybody wants to be there. Uh, and the, you have an opportunity in Austin as well to get that. And so uh, when the time comes, when RPR uh, comes to you and asks you for help, I would just pray that the people in that area, uh, you know, as we leave, my family leave that area, that's, that would be my prayer, that those who remain there would be open to that. Yeah powerful and we're gonna start a, a phone call campaign pretty quick here i know careful. this is pretty good <laughs> but it, we've seen the good work that it can do and uh, the interviews that we've had like just this one this morning with father stephen jones and more coming up uh, today with more another priest and just so many blessings you know where god really speaks to people through uh, you know radio wavelengths and so it's it's a powerful opportunity there's real there's real um transformation that can happen even through like 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 what you know catholic tv does you know people turn on the dials and they happen to see it well radio is the same thing in different ways people might be spinning the dials or they might simply just be looking for something that's going to give their life meaning and hope and and they find it in catholic radio so it's a great blessing yeah it's uh i think it's shown that even even during the pandemic here it's been actually there's been an increase in radio listenership sure and over the past few years there's been a consistent increase in listening to terrestrial stations you know, you've got your social media uh, and whatnot out there, and, and that's all fine and good. That's a great supplement to what I think we do here because, for me, radio has always been the vehicle, the preeminent vehicle for evangelization. It's efficient in its cost. It's intimate in its nature. And 
it's just not as prone to, I think, a lot of the cancel culture that's out there as well. Right. I mean, you can't cancel what people are saying on the radio. Yeah. You can't, you can't, it, I mean, and you can connect people very easily. Mm-hmm. Whereas on social media, there's, there's a lot of danger as far as, uh, there can be as far as, you know, like misunderstanding, venting. Uh, yeah. it, can, it can devolve very quickly. Right. People comment and attack so much. You got to defend yourself all the time. It takes Ra- a lot of time, too. Right. Yeah. And radio is just more free. And, and, and honestly, I can think of the radio hosts that I've listened to over the years who I feel like I'm a part of their family in some way. Right. You know, you connect with people in a very intimate way, as you say. Yeah. Well, this is your family of faith and hope. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, thank you for, for the kind words, Father Kern. And I will miss yeah, everybody here in this area. But, uh, Onward and upward, as they say. Up next, can an ordinary person lead an extraordinary life? You probably know the answer is yes. And we'll be discussing discussing how you do this next on Real Presence Live. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. For more than 20 years, the University of Mary has watched students thrive through affordable, flexible, and formative online education programs. Now, we are delighted to announce the expansion of these offerings with the robust portfolio of advanced education options created intentionally for the Catholic working professional. Our programs offer accelerated formats with classes beginning every five weeks throughout the year and the potential for a return on your investment in the very first year. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. It is Real Presence Live, 47 minutes past the hour. I'm Matt Wilcom, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and I'm joined by Father Jason Kern, who is the Vocations Director for the same diocese. We're so glad we're, we're with you, and... Uh, We've been talking a little bit about the power of Catholic Radio, uh, about goodbyes and new beginnings, and about charism so far in the show. And uh, right now we're going to talk about how to keep peace, because peace is 
Very important in yes. these times, especially. Peace in our hearts, peace in our nation, in the world. There's so many ways that the world seems to be going so crazy right now. Yep. Uh, Father Kern, how, how do we keep peace in, in the world? Where does it start? You know, it, it makes me think of a book by Father Jacques Philippe, Searching for and Maintaining Peace. And it's a small treatise. It's a small little book on, on maintaining peace of heart, um, no matter what you go through, right? And he, he makes the argument in the book that we should seek to maintain peace no matter what, right? No matter what trials come at us, no matter what people say to us, no matter what attacks are made on our character, no matter what sins we have even, right? If we fail and fall, we can sometimes beat ourselves up. He says, maintain peace of heart. Why? Because that is what's going to keep you in communion with God, right? God isn't sitting over there kind of angry or, you know, harsh and cold. He doesn't change his attitude towards you. He still abides in love. And that's what he invites us to do in this little book. And so, you know, these are tumultuous times, right? You don't have to look far. You don't have to stray far from Catholic radio in order to see how tumultuous things are. If you flip the dial, you quickly hear in the news or in some circumstance about, and that's what the news does, right? They create and dramatize stories in order to get people to buy in and we see that in journalism now and more and more they're just seeking clickbait and kind of getting people to link in link in because this is the most important thing you need to hear about today and, and it's so easy to kind of get caught up in the drama in the storms that of life and, and then not to mention our own family problems our own difficulties that we're carrying um, maybe people's depression or things going on in their lives there are limitless burdens that we can carry and if we take all that on It'll overwhelm us quickly. And so maintaining peace of heart is a way to say that, Lord, I trust in you, actually. I really do believe that you have my good in mind, that you care about me and you have a plan and a purpose for my life. And therefore, I surrender. I surrender trying to control, trying to fix, trying to maintain it all on my own. And I give it over to you, knowing that you will bring about a greater good uh, for those who trust. He will bless. And so we want to surrender in that sense of giving over our hearts, giving over our lives, letting God be at work and be present to us, loving us, and showing us how to live for him each day. That's the pathway of peace. And so no matter what this week brings, you know, with inauguration coming, with all the things that are uh, looking ahead at us, we have to look to the Lord and say, okay, show me how to live for you today, tomorrow, always in my life. Absolutely. And uh, the peace of Christ is the peace that the world cannot give. Hmm. And we've seen this time and time again, but especially over the past few weeks uh, when um, it seems like uh, this this violence is coming at us from both sides right. as over the past year actually um, both from the left and allegedly from the right but um, uh, and everywhere in between yeah. uh, it's just a, it it's a testimony to me I think Father Kern that there's a spiritual battle going on mm-hmm. and sometimes every so often that spiritual battle kind of spills over into the physical realm. Yeah. Is that a, am I on the right track? I think so. I think it's beautiful. You know, and I, and I see the temptation so prevalent in social media or in the news circles to point blame somewhere, right? We got to blame this group or that group, this tribe that's kind of teaming up against them or a QAnon or whoever it is, right? We're always trying to find who it is that we can blame. Well, what we fail to see is the spiritual realities at play here, that there are forces that seek to destroy and dis- discourage and create division. Uh, the devil's number one tactic is to is the father of lies, right? Well, what is a lie? It's a diversion from the truth. Uh, and he, that's what he seeks to do, is to divert us from what's true, from what's real, from what's good. God is the one who is true and good and authentic and real and personal, full of love, right? And so if he can get us focused on the wrong things... 
that's a first tactic. But you're right. There are greater forces at work that are seeking to divert and to destroy and, and to create diversion and distraction from what's real and true in society. Therefore, to destroy and, and create division among peoples and among nations. Uh, and so we see that so prevalent in politics today where there's such a lack of unity, a lack of harmony, a lack of willingness to come together and to really face what needs to be faced in order to get things done. And so those things where, where that's so present, um, there's anger, there's there's hatred, there's and then even violence we see spilling over. Where does that flow from? Not from the heart of God. So far from the heart of God is that. Uh, because God seeks peace. He seeks our, our unity uh, to be the one family that he brings us all together. Jesus is the answer. He's the one who has sought to reconcile us to the Father as one human family. And so that's the onus of all of us to be witnesses to that, to stand strong and not buy into the divisive culture, to buy into the hatred and the violence, and to say, no, in the midst of these times, I will stand with Christ and, and love through it. I will find a way to maintain my own serenity, my own confidence in God, and then to continue to pursue what is true and good in Him. What is, I think, most disturbing to me in the political realm, at least lately, Father Kern, is the, uh, you know, not just the, um, the when 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 your political opponents like lose an election, sure, it's not just a uh, a celebration on the part of those who win. It's a, how can I absolutely destroy right. the other side now? How can I assassinate their character, their future? Mm-hmm. It's this political. Uh, vitriol that has gone so far as to want to actually, uh, you know, not, it, it, it's like it's beyond the possibility, it seems, of reconciliation ever because it, it's just, it's just, you know, the one side throwing flames uh, and the other side returning the favor right. back and forth, back and forth, and until everything is just, you know, dis- relationships are completely destroyed that's why that's yeah. why we can't get anything done in washington right right yeah there's just so much division around it all right and then and, and you feel like you have to bring everyone you can along with you you know whether it's big tech corporations or whether it's other you know kind of platforms that they can find whoever will will take our side you got you and you're forced to right like that's the problem i can't just and, and i'm not advocating for just passivity here either right like that's the danger is like i'm just going to ignore it and say oh well not my problem it's their problem well the reality is is i live in this country right it does affect me directly and it's going to continue to affect me so how do i find the right path well i want to be both active but also not reactive <laughs> you know i want to find the way to say what is the true good here how am i called to act at this time and not be vindictive as you say like what we're seeing so often and you know retaliation and all these reactions against things uh, but in, instead to say, okay, Lord, show me how to continue to discern through all this. Because it's really confusing. I mean, it's just so much information, so much data thrown at us. It's hard to sort through and see the bigger picture. Well, we have to detach emotionally. We have to step back and say, okay, how can I live in this, right? How can I make sense of it all? I don't need to figure it all out. I don't need to spend that much time giving that much energy to it. But just with simplicity, say, okay, Lord, show me how to continue to be a witness to truth and to what is authentic uh, and, and how I'm called to live in these times and not buy in, not just give in to, to one side or the other, but to continue to discern. That's what a Catholic mind needs to be able to do uh, in these days. Yeah, and I, I think also to recognize that no individual and no, no political platform or party has an exclusive uh, right to the moral high ground. Right. Nobody's sitting on all the truth. No. <laughs> right? That's what Jesus came to reveal. And nobody's perfect. Right. Uh, but so, so often our politicians, they act like, oh, I've never done anything wrong. Yeah. It's all, it's all the fault of the other side. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's, that's what can be frustrating. You know, no, no, 
no humility, but people think, well, that's a sign of weakness yeah. if you show that. But, but what does our Lord say? Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Yeah. So there's a recognition of my own sinfulness there and, and, the, and the realization that I need, to, I need to move beyond being angry or vindictive yep. towards other people and actually forgive. Yeah. Sometimes that's, that's a hard word to even think about. Forgive? Mm-hmm. You want me to forgive this person? They've, they've done so much wrong to me. They've hurt me so much. There's, not, there's no amount of money or anything that, they, that could ever make up for what they did to me. How, how can I forgive them? Yeah, it, How is that possible, right. Father Kern? <laughs> in, in human terms, it's, it might not be. But in terms of God, it can be, right? Because it's a grace given to us where we realize that first, I'm the one who's been forgiven. I'm the one with fault. And, and when I recognize that in humility, rather than in the pride of saying, they did this, right? It, it's it's as, I've also made my mistakes. And therefore, I surrender the holding on to the control of unforgiveness, holding on to this sense that I have to lord it over them, and that's going to give me some kind of power. No, it's not. It, it, forgiveness is a choice. It's a choice you make in grace to say that I believe in the power of letting go, of not letting this have this kind of hurt that I hold on to, but instead saying it's okay to let go of this. Now, does that mean you you know have to reconcile everything perfectly and start the relationship back the same way? Maybe it's irreconcilable in certain respects. That happens. Um, but but by creating that spiritual boundary, you can create an emotional one too where you say, okay, I'm going to forgive, but that doesn't mean I have to completely forget in that sense, right? So right. you have to also be prudent. But at the same time, that doesn't f- mean that we should hold on to it and carry it. And there's layers. Sometimes we think we've forgiven, and then there's a deeper forgiveness that needs to take place in our hearts to really let go. Yeah, I, I think about how we we need FaceTime. You know, they like the app. I'm not talking about the app. Right. We need FaceTime with Jesus <laughs> Amen. in order to get to that point of saying, okay, I surrender everything to you. I, I can't handle this. Because ultimately that's the only thing that's going to bring peace in our hearts yeah. in a fallen world, in a world that is uh, not our home ultimately as well. We have to recognize that. And uh, if you want to know more about FaceTime with Jesus, check, there's a great article on catholicnewsagency.com about Archbishop Georg Ganswein's recent visit this past weekend to Manopello to venerate the holy, it's the Sudarium, uh, that is allegedly, uh, a tradition has it that it's uh, the, the Vale of Veronica. It has our Lord's miraculous image of his face on there. Beautiful. Uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting article. So take a look at that if you, uh, if you have some time. Great, great article. Up next, can an ordinary person lead an extraordinary life? You probably know the answer is yes. And we'll be discussing how you do this next on Real Presence Live. It's Matt Wilkham along with Father Jason Kern. Don't go anywhere. 